0: I would like to tell you about my little gypsy experience (laughs) because I don't even understand what made me do that. Honestly, I feel like I was going through a fucking whirlwind or I don't even know what to describe it as y'all like, so my husband, let's start at the beginning because it involved, it's his fault. It's his fucking fault. Okay. Everything is always his fault. So even if I do something wrong, it is his fault. Okay. And it's okay. It's okay. He understands. He's on board with it. He's like, yeah, cool. It's my fault. Whatever. He doesn't give a fuck. So this was before we were together, um, in, in his mind, in my mind, we were together. So it, it was like totally mutual in my mind. Right. That's how it works. So he is from Florida and what happened was is i was actually working at a place that built builded god shoot me now y'all i'm on a lot of medication from my breast augmentation and i don't know if i'll make it through the podcast without literally fucking every single thing up so beware it could be crazy today because i am on good god what are these pills let me see Um, I'm on a muscle relaxer and I'm on a pain pill, oxycodone. So, I mean, you never know what I'm going to say at this point. So, there they are proof that I've got them since y'all can't see them. Basically, back to what I was saying. Um, He's from Florida. I met him here in Kentucky because he was in the army and I met him at a bar on my 21st birthday. I can tell you that story another day because it's also a very interesting story too, I guess. So we'll save that one for another day. So I met him. I immediately fell in love with him. I feel like, and then I didn't like him and then I liked him and then he didn't like me. So we were just like friends and we're just doing this thing, you know? So, um, then he moved to Louisiana with the army, of course. And when he did that, I was like, okay, I need to do something crazy, right? So I'm working at this light place, making lights for like Christmas stuff and things. And we actually traveled to Pennsylvania or New Jersey shit. I don't even freaking know. It was so long ago. And the people that I was traveling with, I guess, were gypsies in a way. I don't know. Is that what they, I don't know. Um, If y'all are listening to this, I still love y'all guys. Y'all are really cool. But this is like a dramatic part of my life because I should not have done it. Um, I don't regret it, but also I feel like I could have put my energy somewhere else and maybe went on and joined the Army instead. But I am really glad that I met these people because um, they were really great people. So um, anyways, we went to New Jersey and we're building these light things for this big park. And we weren't even getting fucking paid, you guys. Like, it was fucking stupid. Like, we're building, working every single day, not getting paid, nothing at all. And so, eventually, um, the people that I guess were considered gypsies, they were like, fuck this. We're leaving. I don't really know if they said fuck this, but we're leaving. We're going to Florida. We're starting a show. And we're going to be living out of RVs and doing our own thing. And I was like, cool. I'm fucking coming with because of Brandon, who is now my husband, if we're going to Florida, he'll be there eventually one day, and I can live there, and so I'm going too, so naturally, of course, because I'm fucking crazy, I thought it was a good idea to move to Florida and live out of an RV, and I guess I was just going to sit there and wait for Brandon to like come to Florida And then he would magically fall in love with me and marry me and we'd live happily ever after on a beach or something. I don't fucking know what my mind was doing y'all. I'm fucking crazy at this point in my life. So I'm down there and we're doing all this stuff. And you know, I learned to cook and stuff for everyone, which was really like good because I needed something like that in my life anyways, because my ass was lazy and they actually like put me to work to do stuff and things. And then, um, the only thing that really, truly sucked about this the entire time is my family thought that I was literally insane. They were like, oh my God, you don't cuss anymore. You're like cooking for people and like living out of an RV in Florida. What the fuck is going on? Are you crazy? But really, I was just going through some shit, man. Like I I needed to work my shit out. I I was like 20, 21, 22 or something like that. No, I had to be 22. So, I mean, I don't fucking know, y'all. I mean, I was just crazy, okay? I just went down there and I did it because I thought eventually Brandon would come down there and live with me in the RV. I guess I don't fucking know. But um my friend, um, I won't give her name out because I don't know if she wants her name out on here. She literally was convinced I was in a cult and she was like really like it ruined our friendship for like a month because I was like girl this is not what this is I'm just going through some shit and she was like no I'm like really worried for your well-being so then eventually I was like you know what okay finally I went and stayed with her for like a month and this is totally not right either because my dumb ass literally lived in her barracks with her which you cannot do. This is before I joined the army. You cannot do that. But I did it. I lived in her barracks with her because she just wanted me out of there so bad. And so did my family too, because they're like, this is not where you need to be right now in your life. So eventually, you know, I left and I was like, okay, obviously this is something that I don't need to do. I need to go back home. I need to be with my family. I need to be with my friends again. And on top of it all, I had somehow put myself into this major debt with my car and I hadn't paid on my car for like, I don't even know how long you guys, (laughs) I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Like, I guess I just thought that if, you know, I was living in another state that it wouldn't matter. It's like my car payments weren't due. I don't know what the fuck I was going through. I don't honestly want to understand how someone can be so stupid at that age. just like, you're really smart, why are you literally doing the most stupid shit ever? I just wish I could go back in time and shake myself and be like, can you wake the fuck up? Like, you're literally moving to Florida for a man that is in Louisiana, which is literally 13 hours away from where you are right now, and he wants nothing to do with you, so I don't know what the fuck you're doing this for, and I mean... It didn't work at all. I just want to go on and tell you guys that. So, like, whenever you try to make, like, big life-altering changes because of a man, because you think that if you go to where they want to be or if you do what they want or be where they want or be what they want, then they're magically going to fall in love with you. And that's not how it fucking works. I was so unstable that at that point in time, Brandon was probably like, Why the fuck would I ever want to be with you? You're insane. Like, you literally moved to Florida in hopes that I would come there and, like, pick up this weird life with you. Like, what the hell is going on in your brain, man? And honestly, I can't tell you what it was. I really don't. And, I mean, if anybody out there is trying to change themselves for someone else, don't do it. It's not necessary. You want to change? Then change yourself for you no one else. And don't like get yourself wrapped up in this shit. Luckily, I literally had some, I had a wonderful friend and an amazing family that was truly concerned about me and got my ass back home. So I got back home and that's whenever I started to be like, okay, I'm going to join the army because I'm a psychopath and I can't keep living these crazy wild random dreams or things that I'm doing. Like, Put yourself to fucking together. Like, what are you going to do? I mean, at that point, I had already dropped out of one high school for another man that I broke up with on Christmas Eve. And then I had became a lesbian for like two months. And that went really fucking awful. I don't even know what the hell I was thinking then either. And then from there, it went all the way to me going to living in an RV In Florida. Um and it's just fucking crazy to look back now. I'm like, oh my god, how did how am I even alive right now? I've not been like kidnapped or something crazy, like what you know. I'm just such I'm in shock. Like, what the who the fuck does this shit man? Who does that? So I come back home and my dumbass, as I said earlier hadn't paid my fucking car in months this man pulls down in the driveway and he reposed my fucking car like a week before Christmas <laughs> and this is after I got back from Florida oh my god he reposed my fucking car so I don't have a car at this point and I'm living with my parents at the age of like twenty two almost twenty three and <laughs> I was just like at this point I'm at rock bottom right like How could it get worse? It, there was no way. That was my rock bottom, you all. That was literally, that was it. I honestly don't even know how I made home. Um, If there's police officers listening to this, you're probably like, oh my God, this bitch is crazy. I literally drove with expired tags from Florida to Kentucky. Oh my, (laughs) and with a car that was not paid on and needed to be repossessed but the repossession man got it, and it's still on my fucking credit to this day, you guys, so I just have this daunting memory hanging over me every time I check my fucking credit score of how dumb I was whenever I was younger, so that's lovely, right, and so finally, I got my shit together after they repossessed my car, (laughs) like, like, it's just, the worst memory ever, this man pulls down in there, and I'm just like, no, I mean, there's nothing I can do, I don't have anything, I'm, I'm at my bottom here, I'm living with my fucking parents again, and I don't have a job, I never got paid for the fucking, all the work I did in New Jersey with these people, like, I just was, I, I was, like, in, I was, there's nothing I could fucking do at this point, just take the car, you know, so he fucking took it, and, um, From there, I was like, okay, at this point, I need to get my shit together, and that's when I joined the army, because, I mean, what else to do? If you can't get your shit together, join the army, they'll get your shit together for you. So, that's what I decided to do, and then, this motherfucker, after basic training, my husband now was finally ready to be with me, and I'm like, okay, you're just with me for the insurance, because you want to get out, right? But... That's not the case at all, you guys. I literally um, joined the army, got out of basic training, out of AIT, and my life has been completely different ever since. I've stopped doing this dumb shit. Now all the problems I have is, I guess, shopping online, right? That's like everybody's big problem right now during this quarantine. And if you've stuck with me this far for this 15 minute fucking dumbass story, That some of you are probably like, can she stop rambling and talk dirty to us? Like, please, I need something dirty. So um, then, of course, you all know that my husband was still in Louisiana because I've said it like 600 fucking times. So how do we keep things interesting while he's in Louisiana and I'm in the Army and AIT and all this shit? And then I was at Fort Stewart. Don't even want to fucking go there. Met a lot of lovely people, but it was... It was just Fort Stewart, it's in Georgia, and Georgia's lovely, but Fort Stewart's not. So, um, give me a second, I need a drink. My mouth is a dry from that oxycodone, baby. Oh. oh, these drugs are great, you guys. Um, really helping with the pain from my breast, this is. so. How do you keep it interesting now over long distance since we have a little bit of time left before you all get too bored with me after my gypsy story? Eh. Okay. So Brandon was Louisiana. I was at Fort Stewart. And I just want to say that I got super fucking lucky and had my own room. So the little phone FaceTime thing videos, all that stuff is great. So if you're going to be away from your spouse or boyfriend, or if you're just going to be away alone, y'all go to a little, little sexy store, you know what I'm saying? Go to a little sexy store and get you some toys. Don't be scared to use toys, y'all. Some people out there really are like, I'm scared, like I don't know what to fucking do. You know what? Just get it and try it. Who the fuck cares, right? If you're separated from your spouse or your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever they may be, or if you're just alone and you need to make yourself happy, you know what I'm saying? Increase that serotonin, you know what I'm saying? Go to a little sexy store. They've got so much stuff, you guys. And Nobody's going to know but you. And you can just hide it, you know, in your room or something. If if someone comes over, like, I don't know, your mom and dad, just hide it under the bed, right? And just squeeze it in the closet real quick. But it's really, honestly, a good idea because these things do help. Like, and I know some of you all might not be open about it. Order the motherfucker online then. Have it shipped to you. I mean, I did. I had. Um, Brandon actually bought me something and had it shipped to me. And we did a lot of FaceTime and a lot of just videos, um, Snatch Chat. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I mean, it really does help. And you know what? Even if you're gone for a couple days, fucking send him a video. Send him or her a hot video. Like, I. I might be a freak, but I like that shit. Like, that shit does get me going a little bit. Like, just to watch something like that, I guess. It's just kind of different. It's not the same old thing that you do all the time. And sometimes it's nice just to get a, you know, a little sexy video or a sexy pic or just, you know, texting dirty, snapping dirty. It's just sometimes like a little change of pace, and it adds a little bit of, you know, to the relationship. So why not try it out? That could be something that could help, you know? It, it helped us. I really do think that's what kept us going, because we were separated for a fucking year, you guys, and it was terrible. We made it work. One of us would drive 13 hours to see each other on a four day. The other 13 hours, I mean, it was rough. I don't know why we didn't fly, but I mean, driving was just easier at the time, I guess, and we didn't mind to drive because we were younger. Now, I would just be like, fuck it, I'm flying, man. But um, you all have to keep it interesting like that. Like, if you're separated, you have to still be able to please each other and surprise each other. It's about surprising each other. Like, oh, guess what? I just made this video for you today, and I'm going to send it to you. And some girls are really self-conscious, but I want to let you know, don't be. Guys are so complex, and most of them are not going to care. If they're with you, they're not going to care. If you send them a sexy video and you think it is awful, nine times out of ten, they're going to think it is the sexiest fucking thing they've seen in weeks or days or hours, whatever it may have been that you all have been apart from. And it's going to surprise them, too. Like, they're not going to expect a video. I mean, maybe don't do it whenever they're around a bunch of their buddies and they open a video and you're in the background going, ah, ah, or something fucking crazy. Whatever noises y'all make, I don't fucking know. Um, But they will love it. They're going to love it. Video pictures are, you know, dirty text messages along with the video, like, about how you make them feel. At this point, though, in my relationship... Brandon knows whenever he's just like, I go away. So I went to my friends in Maryland and I had been listening to a really dirty podcast. And I'm sure you all know which one I'm talking about because there's only one out there that everyone loves, right? We know who it is. So I've been fucking listening to it. And my dumbass is texting him the whole time about what I'm going to do when I get back home. And he's just like, okay, sounds good. Because every time I fucking leave, I do this shit. And I mean, I come back and I do end up doing what I said I was going to do. But he's probably just like, every time you fucking go on a trip, you start saying this dirty shit to me. Like, why are you talking this dirty shit to me? So you also have to be careful and not be like super suspicious and crazy like me to the point to where they're just like, why is it every time she leaves, she does this or every time he leaves, he does this. You have to do it like randomly. I found that if you do it like randomly or surprisingly and not just every time you are leaving or gonna be away for days or weeks, I mean, just do it. Do it while he's at work or while she's at work. I mean, (laughs) probably gonna be like, oh fuck, I just opened the video. What the hell's going on? But I mean, you know, you can always text dirty at work Right. I mean, nobody's going to know. Probably shouldn't have your phones out at work, but maybe while you're on break or lunch, you never know. Just send a little sexy text. Maybe not send a sexy video because you never know who's around them. My husband worked with all men, so I'm sitting here imagining the other day, Oh, the other day, I mean yesterday, we sent, um, I had to go in to get a checkup for my breasts from the surgery. And... We took pictures of them, and we sent them to Brandon, and he's at work, so I'm just sitting here thinking, God, please don't let anybody be around him, because he's just opening all these tit-pics of my boobs, because he didn't get to see them after surgery. He was there for me, but he didn't get to see them, because they have to stay wrapped up for the first 24 hours, so he didn't get to see them until the next day when we sent him all these pictures, and so... I send them to him while he's at work and he's probably like oh my god I don't know if he was expecting it but he got them anyways you know and though they probably aren't the prettiest things to look at right now he liked it so you know that's all I care about it was probably shocking for him I wouldn't suggest maybe doing that <laughs> exact thing because you never know who your men are around and you you know sometimes you honestly don't know deep down, how long have you been with him? Like a week, no weeks, I mean, days, you know, and you know, we were sending him a tit pic and he's around all of his boys showing them. Like, you don't want to chance that, I guess, unless you're crazy, you know, you might want to chance it and be a little kinky and then his be like, holy shit, she's fine, you know, and just like, it'll boost him up or something. But that's all if you're open to that kind of thing. I'm not really open. I would not want my husband's coworkers to see my tits and I hope that they didn't. But I'm also really proud of them, too, right now. So, it's a tough one to juggle, you know. So, I guess that's going to be what I'm going to wrap it up with today. It's just surprising, you know. I hope you all enjoyed my lovely gypsy story and my lovely surprising advice. Um, Yeah, if I could stop saying um, that'd be great. Um, 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 um. So, just... Keep in mind, surprise him whenever you're away. Surprise him randomly during the day. I mean, texts and videos and stuff, men are still going to like that. They're still going to love that. Even if you've been married for 10 years, it's still going to... 20 years, 30 years, not married at all. Send yourself a sexy pic. Be like, damn, I look good today. I'm going to send myself a dirty pic. You don't know. Be confident in yourself and be confident with your spouse or whoever it may be. And they're going to they're going to love it. I promise you guys because if they didn't love it, they wouldn't be with you, right? So, send that little dirty text today, y'all. Listen to this. Send a sexy text. Send a sexy pic. Send an ass shot, send a tit shot, whatever you want to do. Just make it surprising. Don't let him don't let him just be like, "Well, this is Every day is the same. Like, I never, like, if we come home, we do this, or we text the same thing every day. This is a great way to spice it up. And some men might not want to text dirty. Who cares? You text them dirty and let them go on with their own conversation. I can guarantee it. Maybe they're just not good at talking dirty. But guess what? You can be. You can talk dirty. Brandon sucks at talking dirty. But I don't care. I'll still send him a nasty text. I don't care. I'll still do it because I know he likes it. He's more of a physical person, and that's okay. I'm physical, verbal, all of the above. So, though he might not reply back sexually, he still did like it and enjoy it. Like, it still kinda gets them that confident boost and gets them like, okay, I see what she wants now. Okay, I see what he wants now. And send yourself a dirty text if you're alone, and then get yourself going. You never know. Go to that store, get you some toys, girl, guys whatever you may be, and just have fun with yourself. Surprise yourself every single day. And that's all for today, you guys. Catch you next time. Love you lots.